Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise from Balance Me, and I love coming on here and sharing stories with you of other women that have gone through burnout. And today I got Kalani with me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. So I understand that you've got a burnout story to share with us. Yes, that I do. Okay. So how long ago did this burnout happen? This was a little over a year ago. It was in probably August of 2019. That's when everything started happening. Um, at the time, I was a Division One beach volleyball player, and that was the beginning of my second year at that time. And towards the end of my first year was when it started happening, but I ended up staying for about six months longer after I started feeling the initial effects. Now, what was it your schedule that was hard on you, or did you have other things going on in your life? Yeah, it was in part my schedule. Um, another big factor was it, it had been my dream to play Division One beach volleyball for years before I had gotten there. Like I started um, telling people I wanted to be a Division One athlete when I was 12 years old. And when I finally made it, I was super excited. But once I started going through the routine of things, I started to realize that maybe that wasn't my calling. And, you know, it is a, a lot of a lot of work being a division one athlete, your full-time student and 20 hours on top of that of training, working out, traveling, all that kind of stuff, not being passionate about it and having to commit that much time to it as well started to really take a toll on me. And now what were your first symptoms of your body or your mind letting you know that you are going into burnout? At first it was just a lack of motivation. I thought it was just kind of like a typical every so often I wouldn't be motivated, but it just kept getting worse. I kept feeling less and less motivated and getting up early at 5am started to get harder and harder and going to practice. I started dreading going to practice. That was another thing. And that kind of signaled to me that maybe that wasn't the right place for me. When you realized that you were going into burnout, what did you put anything into place to help yourself? I actually uh, spoke to my dad at first because he's a life coach. So I was just telling him about my experience. I didn't necessarily recognize at the time that it was burnout. I was 18 and he was kind of pointing it out to me and was like, hey, maybe um, maybe you want to take a step back from certain things or just, you know, try and change your mindset a little bit, that kind of advice. And I, I tried all that, but it just kind of like was persistent there. But over time, as it got worse, I kind of started to realize that they were symptoms of burnout. Um, which eventually led to me speaking to my coach. And he actually suggested that I see our school therapist, which I did. And she kind of told me the same thing and was like, it seems like, you know, this just isn't the place for you. Now, do you think your body and your mind were resisting where you were? Like, because I mean, being an athlete, there's a lot of commitment there. I mean, is it you just, do you think it was a little bit of both that you just didn't want to be there? Or was it just you were working yourself too hard? I think a little bit of both. It definitely was a lot for sure. And I felt like 
the time commitment was taking away a little bit from other things that I wanted to do in my life. Even though I did like playing volleyball, you know, I would spend my entire summer training as well. And I felt like there were so many things that other people my age were doing that I didn't get the opportunity to experience. Yeah. And you're quite lucky having your dad as a life coach. Now, what kind of support did you have? I know you said you had the therapist in the school and you've got your dad. What did they help you with? Um, They were mainly there just to listen. That was a main thing that I needed. And also having both of them kind of reassure me that what I was feeling was okay. Because I was really nervous to tell people that like I wasn't where I wanted to be. Because it was always a really big thing. Like I said, you know, when I was 12, I started telling people I wanted to do this. So to make that switch and not be that anymore was kind of like a whole disruption of my identity at the time. And so just just hearing people be supportive for me and just saying like, it's okay to not want to do this. That was really helpful in my transition. Well, and that happens a lot. Like I know people that have gone to school for a certain profession and then they get out in the field and they just don't like it. Yeah. And I mean, do you still play volleyball? I don't, um, mainly because of the pandemic. I wanted to play recreationally still, but after I left, everything went down. So now what changes have you made in your life to create more balance? So what are you doing now? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, right out of when I left my school, I was planning on just getting a job and working. But when the pandemic hit, all of that got thrown out the window and I was kind of sitting at home and that kind of made things worse from where I was. But that's when my friend approached me with an opportunity, a work from home opportunity that is now a really big part of my life and something that I want to continue working with. So now I'm back in school full time. So I'm a full time student back here in Canada. I'm with family, which is really nice. I'm also working as well, which is great. Now tell us a little bit more of what you're doing now. Yeah. So I work with a company called Rodan Field, which is a high end skincare company. Um, And what I do is when I help people get the best products that they need for their skin. And then I also help other people in a similar boat as me to help build their own global e-commerce business. And I found, I just kind of took it on as a little project because I wasn't doing anything at the time, but it has now turned into something really big. It like, it's what excites me to get out of bed in the morning is to see all the people that I get to help on a daily basis. Um, You know, not only my customers, but also my team members who are building their life that they've always dreamed of. And you're going to school full time too. (laughs) Yeah. That too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how do you find balancing your business and school? Like I know myself, I've been working from home for quite a, quite a few many years. And I mean, I make my own hours, which I love. I do listen to my body. And if I'm tired, I'll take that time off and things like that. Is that something similar that you do? Yeah, it's been a a process trying to get to that point for sure. Because last semester, which was my first semester back in school and working, it was a tough adjustment for sure. I found I was spending too much time on my business and not enough on school because that's what I love to do. So it was easy to, to spend too much time on that part. I started to see my grades slowly decline and grades have always been something that I've strived to keep high. So this semester I'm working more on, like you said, listening to my body and focusing on finding a little bit more of a balance to make sure I'm getting um, the important things done on both sides. And then also if there comes a time where I need like a day off or I need to ease back, I, I'm okay taking that as well. Isn't that a nice feeling when you get to that point where you can take a day off guilt-free? Yes, definitely. It (laughs) took a while to get to that point. (laughs) 
It does. And you know what? Even with myself now, I when I do take a day off, it's like I should be doing this. And it's like, no, this is my day off. And I mean, I know with the pandemic, a lot of us are not working Monday to Friday and Saturdays off. It's all switched up and you can do things whatever day you feel like doing things. It's kind of nice that way, too. Sorry, I was just going to say, I've always felt like um, pressure from myself to force myself to work every day. But you're so right with the pandemic and everything. You just learn to ease back a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are there any self-care practices that you've incorporated into your life to help you? Yeah, I started doing a lot more mindfulness stuff. My dad, actually both my parents have always been very big on that while I was growing up, but I never listened to them because as a kid, meditation didn't sound like, you know, sitting still and being quiet didn't sound very fun as a kid. Slowly over the past six months, I've gotten deeper into practice of meditation and started doing a little bit of yoga and stuff too. And I found all that helps. Also, um, I know this, this one is not a very common one, but just taking care of my skin as well with my new business. I never really took care of my skin before, but just the idea of like having a morning and night routine, whatever it may be, has really helped put more focus on my well-being. Nice. That's good. So we're going to wrap it up here. Are there any tips or techniques you can share with our audience that might help them? I think the main thing is just listening to yourself. I find your body always knows before you know. Um, So whenever something doesn't feel right, if you listen to that, like majority of the time, it's probably going to be right. Yeah, it's funny how we tend to ignore our inner voices when they are doing well for us. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) You know, I know I've done it myself. It's like, okay, you need a break. You need a break. But you go, okay, I'll do it next. I'll do it next. And you ignore your body telling you, okay, it's enough. You know, we're getting tired now. So it was wonderful talking to you. Thank you for being on my show. I appreciate your input and I wish you the best in the future. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I will have her information in the links here. So if you're interested in some products, feel free to contact her. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.